commence primary ignition. Primary ignition. This is the way. This is the way. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. What is up, all of you? Ugnot San Jawas out there. I almost couldn't get all of that out, but this is Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller, and this is Boba Festivities number three, where we get ourselves and you guys, the listener, ready for the book of Boba Fett. And man, oh man, is it coming quick! It is rapidly approaching, and I can't wait to continue to get ready for it. And also, more so, I can't wait to finally see it. But joining me again is DJ Foster. DJ, how is it going, sir? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. Well, listen, I'm excited to have you back on board for Boba Festivities number three. You were MIA last week for Boba Festivities number two. Yeah. But that's that's A-OK. Uh, last week, we kind of discussed Chapter 14. DJ wasn't able to get Chapter 14 thoughts in it, so we're going to get some quick thoughts on that from him eventually. But you know what? Let's not let's not waste any, any time uh, on this week's Boba Festivities. Let's go ahead and just get right into the business. I will say, as always, though, as always, you know, we got to do our plugs. Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, at Mando Talk, uh, all the platforms. If you're on podcast, Apple, Spotify, subscribe if you like the podcast version or if you like the visuals. If you like to see our pretty faces, if you like to see the jam transmissions that we've had going on this week, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe while you're there. We would greatly appreciate your subscription. That number is rapidly going up. RFB is back in the chat. He said, Let's go, boys. I'm hyped. Let's get hyped. All right, let's do it. The first thing that we're going to do is we're going to discuss some news that has recently come out regarding the book of Boba Fett. And the first thing on the news side of things is Total Film has released a brand new image of Tamara Morrison in action as our favorite bounty hunter, Boba Fett. Personally, I don't think there's a ton to take away from this image. It's kind of just very similar to a trailer shot that we've seen so far. But DJ, is there anything in there that that stood out to you? And oh, by the way, Blue Harvest Bricks is in the chat. What is up from what's over up? yonder on the other side of the other side of the pond? DJ, what's up? What, what you got? What you got? I'm excited, first of all, that RFB and Blue Harvest Bricks are here with us. Two of yes. our loyal listeners love those guys. But now, as far as this image of uh, Tim Morrison goes, you know, it he looks calm and collected and cool. You know, it doesn't, that's Boba in a nutshell. And I like seeing this Boba uh, in comparison to the one that we've seen knocking skulls with gaffy sticks and other kinds of weaponry. So yeah, I like to see the contrast there for sure. It's, it's a really cool uh, look. Plus he's shooting people with that gauntlet gun, the gauntlet gun. I don't know what, Mm -hmm. what, what are you going to, is it a gauntlet gun? Is that what you'd call it? I yeah, mean, sure. Sure. I don't know. See, that's the thing about star Wars. I don't always know weapons designations. Mm-hmm. You know, I know lightsaber. I know blaster. I know jetpack. You know, you don't, 
you don't get to know all the other things, but that I love that shot. I think it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's it's a fantastic shot. I mean, I guess as you were talking, the big thing that that I thought of was Boba Fett's got some eyebrows again, and I think we're gonna talk about that once we. Discuss I noticed this. I noticed this that in the first trailer. <laughs> well, the first trailer that released, I know, was like, oh, he's got his eyebrows. It's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so goofy that we realized those things. But that's that's the Star Wars community, uh, right? We there. have that, to that's though, a because <laughs> well, well, we have to because Sebastian Shaw, who played anakin slash vader the inner return of the jedi in the original release he had eyebrows mm -hmm. but when george lucas did the re-release in uh 97 or maybe it was um no what 97 it was 2004 they removed the eyebrows mm. so that the i i think a lot of star wars fans focus on the eyebrows for that reason i know it's a ridiculous reason but you know <laughs> it is what it is interesting very very interesting i've never even thought about, about it that way but hey that, that's what you're here for man <laughs> that's what you're here for yeah. okay total yeah. film also had the opportunity to sit down with both tamara morrison and ming na win actress for phoenix shan she's going to be in this book of boba fett show as well of course they got to do an interview for that upcoming show and we've got some cool quotes to share now i'm going to read these quotes directly dj whenever i say something whenever i say a part of a quote and you feel the need to interrupt me and say oh hold on that's i got something for you there feel free to do it okay the first quote here tamara morrison was asked about the fan reaction to the post-credit scene in the mandalorian season two finale and he said the following i was blown away by the public reaction it could have gone either way honestly I didn't think it was going to go either way. I feel like everyone would have loved it. What do you think, DJ? Well, I mean, the post-credit scene, even if there was no show coming, we would have still wanted more Boba Fett. And when he first arrived in Mandalorian, I assumed he would just continue to be a part of Mando. I didn't mm -hmm. think that there would be a show. And I was like, man, if this is the only piece of Boba Fett we ever get again, uh -huh. totally worth it. So yeah. I mean, the, just the fact that they had the post credit scene, I thought was insane. And we've talked about that quite a bit, I think, on the mm. show before. So yeah. it's kind of neat to, to hear that he's saying he was blown away by it himself. I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, no doubt. All right, next quote here. We got Ming-Na Wen said the following regarding the throne in Jabba's palace. There's a lack of reverence for that throne. It's now become their home and they're making it their home. I am interested to see what she means by making it their home. I'm sure there's going to be some violence potentially in, in on that throne, in that throne room. I, I love to hear these kind of vibes from uh, Phoenix Shan. What do you think, DJ? I'm drawn to a different set of words here. Okay. The lack okay. of reverence. Oh, yeah, there you go. I, I don't understand the lack of reverence in to Boba, to Jabba. That's, that's kind of my guessing why well, i don't even know guessing just what i'd like to know on that one i, I don't mm -hmm. see how could there how could there be a lack of reverence for java so i guess that people just don't respect boba in that role yet so yeah well and i think that's going to be a plot point of the book of boba fett is mm. the the underworld becoming or, or developing that gain of respect or just respecting that authority intimidation the person yeah. that is boba fett oh, yeah. i think that's definitely going to be an early plot point of the book of boba fett and then probably in the back half of the show everybody will be scared of of the name again hopefully yeah. that's what i'm thinking i like that i'm scared of the name i mean oh yeah 
Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. All right, we got another quote here. This one's a little long, but you know, I'm gonna read it because we want to keep you guys informed. Ming Na Wen on the relationship of her character, Fennec Shan and Boba Fett. The relationship between him and Finnick is a unique one amongst bounty hunters because a lot of times we're all very solo workers. We don't like collaboration. We don't trust anyone. It's a very dysfunctional family, but it's a family that honors a code of ethics. And there's a certain set of rules that you have to follow. And that's the only way that it would work. And being bounty hunters, that's very important. And I think that's why Finnick and Boba they're from the old school. We believe in those code of ethics and we respect each other for it. DJ, any big takeaway from that massive quote there and really great analysis from Ming Na Wen as far as bounty hunter code of ethics and things of that nature. I appreciate Well, we it's important to remember that Ming Na Wen herself is a self-proclaimed nerd. Mm -hmm. I mean, she she geeks just as hard as the next person. And um, she's all about, you know, knowing the backstory to things so i think it's interesting that she would go that far in depth with understanding the character of fennec shand i think that's a, i think that's a big deal i think it's a huge deal most important thing to me is that it doesn't seem like there is a romantic tie here to boba yes. and fennec and i'd say most important to me because i don't necessarily think that every star wars story needs a romantic tie you know, Same. I like it. I like it in the nine movies. The 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 Skywalker saga is fine. The romance there is great. I don't mind it at all. Um, but I think in these TV series, you know, Mando doesn't have any kind of real romantic stuff except for that one episode in season one. And I, I don't. That's oh, the one yeah, with yeah, the krill yeah. farmers. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Lady there. I had to think know. about it for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of a deep, you know, moment. You got to get real, like by deep cut. I mean, you got to kind of dig to remember that one even i was like oh yeah there was that one time but yeah. <laughs> um but i don't think boba and finnick need to have that relationship so i like to see that there's this code of honor this code of ethics you know mm -hmm. it's it's again I've, I've said this before i think it's kind of like han and chewy you know boba being han and finnick being chewy except that you know they're not one's not higher than the other they're mm -hmm. they're equal in, in roles and i think that that's something that they're gonna do and use very well in this so yeah. I really love hearing about this code of ethics. I mean, I just really appreciate that. I was just rewatching uh, some Clone Wars episodes this afternoon, and uh, and I just so happened in my rewatch, one of the next episodes was was about Boba Fett, and I was kind of mm. surprised that I had a nice. Boba Fett episode. So it just kind of worked out that way. But it's when Asajj Ventress joins the bounty hunter crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they great. do that, I love train, that, that old train heist. That's yeah. a great episode. And um, the thing that's so striking to me is really their age difference. Boba is actually, I think, younger than Fennec mm -hmm. by, by technicality, you know? Yeah, I think so. So, so I don't know where that, that if they ever uh, go back into Boba Fett on the uh, cartoon side of things, maybe they'll look at that a little bit, but maybe. who knows? Maybe. I mean, uh, Bad Batch, you know, we've always talked about that. That's a potential I mean, yeah. now. It's possible. I think that's the best, that's the best place to see them meet. Whether yeah. or not they just immediately become buddy, buddy is, uh, -huh you know, a, a different ball game, I suppose. But as far as this goes in the relationship as it is for Book of Boba Fett, uh -huh. I like hearing what I, or I like seeing. Wait, what am I trying to say? I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm hearing. And I, yeah. I think that's that's really a good uh, point to, or a, a good compass. You know, it's just a good true north. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I agree with everything you just said. Great analysis. Great insight from you. OK, let's go into the next big quote here that was really 
Honestly, I thought it was going to be the main focus of this week's Boba festivities until we got a new a new footage that released. Uh, and that was this quote from Tamara Morrison regarding the possibility of seeing Din Djarin, our boy, show up in the series. He said, and you know what? Here's what I need. I need people in the chat. You let me know what you think of Din Djarin potentially showing up in the book of Boba Fett. And we'll talk about it here on the show. But here's the quote from Tamara Morrison. I can't say anything, but we have some wonderful, colorful things to look forward to. I don't want to say too much about it because we're all going to go on this journey together. And every little bit of information is pretty precious now. I mean, he has to say something like that. Obviously, he can't give this answer away. It is enough for those people out there that believe Din Jarn is going to be in it. This is enough to chew on. And if you have that kind of in your mindset that Din Jarn is going to show up, this quote's probably enough for you like, oh, yep, it's happening. Let's go. It's definitely happening. <laughs> I haven't heard the audio, though, of Tamara Morrison saying it, though. You don't know, like. The, the words that he focuses on or his facial expression. It's kind of hard his, to, his to determine the seriousness. Yes. Yeah. But Dictation this inspired me to this inspired me to make a poll on Twitter at ah. Mando Talk. Um, and you know what? If you want to enjoy some polls, just some Star Wars discussion, follow us on Twitter at Mando Talk. The poll, it was simple. Will we see Din Djarin make an appearance in the book of Boba Fett? And surprisingly, I have to say, I'm surprised by these results. Currently, it's still an active poll if you want to go check it out. So go vote if you haven't yet. Yeah, there you go. 68.8% said yes, that Din Djarin is going to show up. 31.3% said no. I am very personally surprised by this. And again, those of you, if you are with us live, let us know in the chat your answer to that and maybe expand upon it. Maybe give us why and we'll talk about it here. But DJ, let me pass it back to you. Uh, I know for me, I kind of fall in between. I don't think I'm committed. I don't think I'm committed to one way or another. And I don't have to see Din Djarin show up. I don't need to see it. I'm going to be thrilled with seeing uh, Boba just himself. I don't need to see Din Djarin, but what do you think, DJ? I voted no, first of okay. all. I do, I do not think we'll see Din Djarin in this, in this series at all. Yeah. Um, I, I believe there will be mention, maybe, oh, yeah, I helped out this other guy who is a Mandalorian, <laughs> and he's got this little green guy, and yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, however Boba talks whenever he's telling people stories, but I don't expect to see Din. That doesn't mean I don't want him to. I th I'm wearing him on the shirt tonight. You know, let's go. Oh, there you go. Uh, this, nice. It just says this is behind down me. here. It says <laughs> the way. I know. I mean, we got a rep Mando, Mando talk. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> the, hat, the hat's over here and, you know, all that good stuff. But no, anyway, I, I don't expect to see him. And uh, I will say, though, that if he does show up, mm -hmm. it'll be in an early episode. Because okay. they'll, yeah. I think that if they do a cameo, typically in these TV shows, you get your cameo about episode four or five in a series, you know. Um, and so I'm thinking we'll get a cameo by the end of this series from somebody, but I don't yeah. expect Din Djarin right right now. You know, I think you were too excited. I think they're too excited to focus on Boba. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with you. I guess I'm. I can kind of see arguments for both ways. You know, if if they're truly dedicated to this idea of a Mando verse, I guess if if they want to connect the two, they can by just having a, a quick little show up, a quick little appearance. That's fine. 
I don't know. I mean, I see it. Like I said, I see it both ways. But while you were talking, that made me think of, of a reply that we got to our poll uh, from the Moisture Farm Report saying, uh, yes, they believe that we're going to see Din Djarin right. show up, but it will probably probably be very brief and early on, even though we want some of their buddy cop adventure energy. So right on cue with what you were saying there. And, you know, I think if Din Djarin is to show up, I don't know. I was going to say it would be early, but I could still see both ways still. I don't, I, I yeah. guess I'm, I'm beating around the bush. I don't care either way. I, I'd love to see it. Wouldn't mind to not see it either. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Don't no skin off my nose, man. It's, it's good one way or the other, but I just don't expect to see him right now. Yeah. Not to say he won't, but Hey, mm -hmm. you know, time will tell. Time you know, tell. and I, I also saw like a report from Bespin Bulletin here. I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it generally pretty well trusted source regarding star Wars news was yeah. talking about how Pedro Pascal had an opening and shooting. And cause you know, he's doing the last of us right I now. I saw that. I saw that. And he was discussing how it was a month or two, a, a while back he had an opening yeah. and it was very possible. If Din Djarin's going to be in the book of Boba Fett, it was possible for him to have done work for it. If, he was going to be in it. So I really do think it's a toss up at this moment. Like I wouldn't be super surprised if he does show up. Wouldn't be super surprised if he doesn't. Anything else you want to add to that, DJ? I remember reading that report from mm -hmm. Best, uh, Bestman Bulletin. And I would say, yeah, I kind of forgot about it until just now. Yeah. And there's no kind of forgot about it. I straight up forgot about it. But um, I think it's, it's good that that's out there. Uh, if it wasn't for Book of Boba, you know, it could have just his schedule opening for Last of Us very simply just could have been, all right, I got to go down to Skywalker Ranch and have a meeting with Favreau about season sure. three because season three is currently filming, you know, mm -hmm. um, last I heard anyway, I don't think that's changed. <laughs> so um, and I don't mean that in the negative. I mean, like did you know, COVID still a thing and, you know, who, who knows what what they could halt the uh, production for at this point. So. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, no, it's the simplest. It could have been that, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, it, it's up to you guys listening. You tell us what you think. Currently, the people out there are telling us that it's happening. I mean, 60 something, 68.8% is a pretty big percentage, in my opinion. Yeah. I was expecting 50-50. It might be more so wishful thinking helping that vote of yes. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that, that's fine. That's fine. You love what you love. Okay. Let's do this thing. We have an official new, I guess it was, it wasn't technically a trailer, but a TV spot. But I have to say this new TV spot that was a minute long might be my favorite cut trailer that we've gotten to date, even more so than the longer one. It's pretty incredible. So what we're going to do is always, this is a special treat for our live uh, viewers here on YouTube. We're going to watch the trailer together and me and DJ are going to watch it. We're going to hit play at the same exact time. And then as soon as we get done watching the trailer, we will then, you know, break it down as, as we always do and go frame by frame and, and try to pull out some things. And especially here for Boba festivities, we got to get you ready. We got to get ourselves ready for this show. So we're going to probably over speculate over hype it. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. DJ, are you ready to do this thing? Are you I still think set so. Up? I okay. think I, I'm just in case I'm going to use my phone because 
again, it's obvious. I've got some tech issues. It sure. happens. Sure. So let, let me have my phone ready just in case okay. as a backup. Okay. Let's play it and, you know, punch it. That's the word that we use. So here we go. In three, two, one, punch it. I'm telling you still the music, the music, I think for this one is the best so far. I mean, that was just absolutely pure adrenaline rushing through my body. And that is now like the 50th time I've watched this one minute clip, <laughs> if I'm being right. completely honest. Uh, so, DJ, just initial thoughts from you from this one minute. Um, I know you were kind of saying some things as we were watching it. I couldn't hear you because I had this trailer pumped all the way up because like i said <laughs> it's all it good. injected it's all in good. my veins that audio it's incredible dj what initial thoughts before we break it down from a fundamental standpoint <laughs> i mean the first time i watched this you know i was i was blown away by the music in fact i even wrote down in my personal notes on this that the the, the music was the first thing i did notice but it sounded like the beginning of the Batman trailer that came out. Dude, yes, yes. Did you catch that too? Absolutely. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing I noticed. And then I actually, I was, it's funny. I was actually in a staff meeting at work. Okay. And okay. <laughs> luckily, luckily our staff meetings are very relaxed. You know, we often have laptops open and it's no big deal. Well, I clicked onto Twitter really quick. You know, no, there was no lull. It was just, I had a second. So I clicked on Twitter. And I just decided, okay, let me just figure out what this thing is. Cause I had gotten a message from you. So I was like, I'm gonna check this out. Saw it was one minute and I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit here and wait until it's done. Now I work with my dad, also a lifelong Star Wars fan. So yeah. as soon as we were done talking, I was like, hey, a new Boba Fett trailer came out. Do you wanna watch it? And he was like, yes. So we stopped <laughs> everything we were doing and watched it. It's 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 really oh, one of man. those things that I, I appreciate I get to do that with. So yeah, but I felt guilty for watching it because I was like, it's a minute long, it's so good. I feel like I should be doing a react to it. I was just <laughs> yeah. jumping up and down. It no, no, and, and I kind of fell into that same boat. Like when I saw it came out, I was like, Look, I should we do a reaction? But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna enjoy the moment, watch this thing, whatever. Yeah. We'll hit it whenever Boba Festivities comes out. Now I have to say this, I'm distracted right now. Captain Jack over in the live chat said Star Wars Eclipse trailer released one minute ago. What is Star Wars Eclipse? Wait, Isn't that I a video game that we just recently reported on? Well, I don't remember reporting on it. Okay, to maybe. be honest I don't with know. you, because I, don't know. I just I just Googled it to see what it was. And five yeah. minutes ago, I'm seeing it. Okay. And I'm, I'm just going to look really quick. That's fine. And then we'll resume our Boba festivities. <laughs> oh, this is an official trailer for a video game um hold on i'll fast forward 100 a video game okay so maybe we need to we should save this to the end of the stream yeah, yeah we might need to check out that video game trailer at the end of this and that'll be something so special. stay tuned <laughs> yeah so captain jack and others stay tuned for the end of this episode we will do a special go. reaction to star yeah. wars eclipse okay yeah, we we got to focus in on boba festivities right now though you know yeah, absolutely got to, absolutely got to. okay so let's absolutely. do this thing let's break it down what i'm gonna do is i'm just, just gonna go frame by frame i don't i don't know dj if you have personal notes that's great but i know i don't i, I was do. just gonna okay good i good. do I i'm do. gonna go like clip by clip and as i'm kind of scrolling through this thing and i see something that stands out i'm gonna mention and i know right here at the, at the start this tuscan raider scene happens again and i think that's very I important have, 
that yet again so we are getting about that. <laughs> we are getting more content or not more content. It's the same content, but they're doubling down, tripling down on this scene. So I think it's going to be really important in this show. Anything you want to say yeah, to I, that? I have a lot to say about that shot. Oh boy! <laughs> um, but I want to wait for just a second on it, and I'll come back to it whenever we see sure. Boba in his uh, white jumpsuit. Sure. I'll, I'll no, wait until no, we that's get fair. there. That's fair. Okay, well, then the next thing was this incredible shot. Uh, this is about at the eight-second mark of Boba Fett looking on to Jabba's palace. It, it looks like the cloak that he's wearing in The Mandalorian Season 2. So maybe yes. this is prior to Season 2 of The Mandalorian, this shot. I don't know. What do you think, DJ? Well, first of all, I think he's trying to get in there to go get his shit back. The Ooh. last place it would have oh. the last great call exactly the last place it would have been would have been potentially i always figured there was like a landing pad somewhere mm -hmm. near the palace but it's kind of cool to think of course of course jabba has a garage underground why wouldn't he yeah you know kind of like cameron's dad in ferris bueller's day off he has a whole showroom over there for the for the lamborghini it's kind of mm -hmm. what it reminded me of but no i think that he's trying to get in there and get his ship back Obviously, Bib Fortuna is probably still on the throne, which yeah. means we make it a Bib Fortuna cameo. That'd we could. Cool. We could. But yeah. To, to address your comment, mm -hmm. I do think this is a flashback that takes place okay. before the events of Chapter 14 and possibly before the events of Mandalorian as a whole. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what I was just thinking as I asked that question and I started listening to you kind of address it. Um, something too to add support to that i believe we've seen in a recent tv spot him looking onto the slave one and he was wearing yes. the black cloak i don't was he I in his thought he was wearing his armor and was one. he okay he I may have so. been so. it may have been like concept art or something that i saw of him in his black cloak looking onto it I'm, i might be just completely off i might be just misremembering this completely hey, knows, but man. regardless incredible shot incredible possibilities oh, yeah, but i think we both agree that this is probably a, a flashback and i like your idea here of it being how he retrieves the slave one okay yes we keep going here the next shot is boba yet again in that back to tank tanning bed style he's healing yes. some form uh, i feel like i think we touched on that either last week or the week before we we, we talked we touched on it recently for sure yeah so nothing else really to say on that, except uh, obviously, I mean, obviously he's healing some more and that makes sense with the yeah. way he looks in the trailers. DJ, what were you going to say? He, it's how he, that's how he got his eyebrows back. <laughs> yeah, it is. They grew <laughs> back to tank helps hair growth, make it canon. There it is. If you need it, if you're, if you're struggling to grow a beard or a nice mustache, just get yeah. you a back to tank. That's all you need. I, I like that's the analysis you get here at mando talk <laughs> you get mustache and beard analysis on a regular basis around here you've got the mustache i've got the beard it all works out you know it's a good time and go. back to tanks clearly <laughs> help with that so yeah i love yeah. the next shot though <laughs> okay him kind of getting dressed yeah on all the armor speak on that I got, yeah I, I gotta say this man I, I love the idea of watching a king and his servants like dressing him for battle and, yeah and i don't mean that in a derogatory sense like i for example lord of the rings the two towers there's that scene right before the battle mm. of helm's deep where theoden is getting dressed and his it's not a servant as much as it is kind of like uh 
a bodyguard or, you know, mm-hmm. I can't, I, it's something like that. Someone who's just loyal to him. And he says, your men, my Lord will serve you to whatever end. And I'm just like, Boba Fett's doing the same thing. It's just really cool to me. So I had to say that because to me, it was just so cool to watch yeah. something similar happening here with these droids. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I really wanted to say about it. I just think it's really Fair. cool. Fair question that I have here. Um, and okay. those of you that are podcast listeners, I'm at, I am looking currently right at the 21 second mark. Boba is putting his helmet on. It's a shot that all of us have seen. Is that the back to tank tanning bed thing that's behind him? 100%. Yeah. Okay. I think so. No, okay. no, I have no confirmation of that. Right, it's right, just, right, right. That's what it looks like. I mean, yeah. this is what it looks like. Like it has <laughs> to be, it has to be a tanning bed back to tank. I don't see how it can. Oh, be. man. I love the Mac Miller reference there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody once told me that I looked like Mac Miller. And I didn't know. I've if never I should be thought offended. of that before. <laughs> I don't know if I should be offended or not. I nah. was kind of like, I don't, hey. I don't want to look like Mac Miller. I want to look like me. Celebrity. Eh, so whatever. I don't okay. think I look like a celebrity. <laughs> hey, you're a celebrity, celebrity over here. Okay. Next shot in the trailer. <laughs> Boba, and Finnick. Boba and Finnick on the throne. It's something that we've all seen. So I don't really think there's anything to break down on that. But uh, this next shot of this ship that is currently our speculated new location on Tatooine of a hopping location. Uh, yes. I saw a lot of people theorizing about this ship on social medias, and they kept calling it something that I had no clue what it was. I've never heard of it unless I'm completely missing something. DJ, have you seen this? And do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't know exactly what ship you're talking about yeah. as far as like what you've seen online. Just uh-huh. this this one from this trailer. To me, it looks like a transport ship. You know, I don't okay. think it's much more than that. However, With, uh, Din Djarin it, on it. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I mean, he had to get the, he had to get to. Maybe that's his somehow. new ship. <laughs> Actually, I think his new ship is the one that he ended season two on. Like when they beat oh, Gideon. I think that's his ship now. That like, huge cruiser. <laughs> yes. Why not? He's got, I mean, he doesn't really have anybody to help him man it, but like, come on, Din Djarin just flying around a cruiser. Come on. That's awesome. You can imagine how many freaking carbonite bounties he can hide in that thing. It'd be awesome. Uh, or, or he sells it and rebuilds a razor, razor crest. I don't go. know. Do whatever you want. But anyway, as go. far as this ship goes, this to me looks a lot like a Mon Calamari ship uh, in case you don't know what those look like to those listening or watching those are the round shaped uh ships that are in return of the jedi in the attack on uh the second death star mm. so akbar is a moncala those are their ships and so which fun fact they use those ships as reference for the confederate uh confederacy ships in star wars episode three and clone wars so the droid ships are actually modeled on the rebellion ships from return of the Jedi free information. But to me, that's kind of what this looks like. If it, if it's not that big, I think it's a similar ship to the millennium Falcon. Cause when you zoom in mm, yeah. on it and look at it real close, it, it does look like the, the edge of the Falcon. Mm-hmm. So I, no, I, I, I don't it. really know if it's anything beyond that. Yeah, no, it'll have a deep. I think that John Favreau and Filoni have displayed that every small decision they make, is for a reason it's going to have a deep connection to something that we have either heard of or seen before it just seems like that's been the case with anything that they touch on yeah. so i can't wait yeah. 
can't wait to hear about it. All right, we continue in this trailer. We're now at the 30-second mark, something that we've seen before. Boba and Finnick approaching uh, this building. I'm assuming that's where we see uh, that creature that's kind of sitting on that chair. I'm blanking on what that creature's name is. There you go. Um, And then we continue in this trailer. Still nothing really new. The slave one flying through uh, Boba at the table. The great table, man. It's still, it's still so cool. Still so cool. (laughs) Bring that to Galaxy's Edge, man. Just rebuild. Just that, just that location. I don't okay. care about the palace. Going on a tangent dinner here. at Boba's table. Going Go on a it. tangent. <laughs> I, I, I'm it. discovering all these things about Disney as we're pre- preparing and planning for this upcoming trip. There's this yeah. reservation type of restaurant that's called Be Our Guest, and you're kind of like in character, or you're surrounded by characters from Beauty and the Beast. Why yeah. not at Galaxy's Edge have a oh Boba Fett? throne room and then you can experience you can dine in anakin and shmi skywalker's kitchen you can go to where darth vader got shot at in his hand by han and empire on cloud city yeah oh my goodness i I, in the deleted scene from episode two at Padme's house. Look, oh, come on. I don't know. That's awesome. I, I feel like we've displayed this at this point. Disney, you need to hire us in some form. We got some brilliant yes. ideas. <laughs> I, absolutely. We have brain ideas. We should become Imagineers. That's yeah, what we, we should do. We'll just go <laughs> become right. Imagineers. <laughs> we keep rolling. We get a little bit more footage of these like speeder scenes. Uh, where we see some more of these these creatures that, again, I'm blanking on the creatures, man. My creature knowledge is not with me tonight. Twi'lek, I believe, is Twi'lek is where you're at, right? Twi'leks? Never mind. You're still at the table. No, no, no. I'm at the speeders. The speeders in the sand. Oh, no, no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I don't know what those those species is called. Uh, They just... They just look like Star Wars aliens. You yeah, know, I just go. With we've that. seen them before. <laughs> I, I, I know we've yeah. seen them before. I'm just blanking on on the name yeah. right now. All right, we keep rolling. Okay, and this was the next shot I wanted to talk about. I'm at the 43, 44 second mark. I have seen heavy speculation about these two people that are being attacked, connecting to a deleted scene from A New Hope, and it being those two individuals that Luke went to visit at Tashi Station or something like that. It's a pretty deep cut. Like it, it's pretty That's, far I, out I know there. The deli- I know the scene. Yeah. But I've seen that as being a potential. So I figured, you know, since this is a breakdown, I felt the need to at least mention it. We'll see, okay. though. We'll see. Okay. Well, yeah. let's let's keep rolling because I, I think we need to get to this part here that that you heavily alluded to, and that is in fact the next part. Boba in the white jumpsuit. DJ, speak yes. about it. So I have a Empire Strikes Back, 40th edition, Boba Fett, Black Series here. And if you look at, I'm using this because it's just easier for me to like kind of point to. So in Mandalorian season two, episode one, AKA chapter nine, mm-hmm. um, all of these items here, the chest plate, you know, gauntlet, knee thing, all of that was something Cobb Vamp had. Boba got all that back by chapter 14. So I think that my previous theory about the sand people and how Boba may or may not be nursed back to health by them is wrong. Um, here's my mm. new theory. I'm going to throw it out there really quick. That jumpsuit he's wearing that you have the still of right now, that yeah. is what's underneath his armor here that we know and we recognize. I think that's okay? a good call. So that means that 
he escaped the Sarlacc pit, probably was near death next to the Sarlacc pit, and the Tuscans came and were looking over him. Mm. I think Boba will wake up in like a fever fury and just start murking sand people, just start mm. taking Tuscans out. And as a result, because if you look at this image very closely, he has the gaffy stick and the cycler rifle on his back, but he's Correct. not wearing a tunic. He doesn't have a tunic, doesn't have anything else. So I think he's just wiped out sand people, a la Anakin Skywalker, Attack of the Clones, mm -hmm. and is just taking that stuff. Now he's going to go to the nearest outpost, Tashi Station, who knows? Yep. <laughs> and he's well, going to just happen. Yep. And he's going to happen in on this, take these dudes out, and then get a tunic and go on about his merry way. So I think mm. the first episode is going to take place. I, I've been saying that the Sarlacc pit reveal won't happen until the end of the series. They're going to get it out of the way up front. I think so too. I think yeah, I voiced I think that this last is, week. You did. You yeah. did. And I think that we're going to see walk out of the Sarlacc pit, you know, head to Jabba's palace to get slave one back. And that's where the episode will end. You know, mm. there's going to be obviously other stuff happening all that, but I yeah. think that that's where episode one is going to be. And mm. I think that jumpsuit shot tells you everything you need to know about, about where they're going to go for just the first episode, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. And I also think that the jaw was picked his body of the armor while he was just laying there. Mm. So that's we probably get some Jawas. Too. I think we're going to get some Jawas. I think we're definitely going to get some more sand people and we're 100% going to see the remnants of the Sarlacc pit and yeah. other such things oh i certainly hope so in the chat we got a couple of things i wanted to mention i don't know if m Poli in the chat said nyctos i don't know if that was oh that's potentially sound, referencing i think that's the, the name creature. of that alien yeah. yeah i think that's the name of that alien creature yeah right, so we appreciate that in and then miss sunflower again says star wars eclipse just dropped obviously that thing must be hot because that's now the second comment we've gotten about it yeah again those of you that are just joining, I promise we are going to talk about that. But right now, we got to stay true to our Boba Festivities content. Boba Festivities. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. All right, let's keep rolling in this. Uh, we see some speeder chase some more throughout the streets of Tatooine here. Uh, Finnick doing I have her something thing. on that speeder, though. Okay, what you got? Not a big thing, but it looks like the same speeder that Han Solo was Solo. driving in the beginning of Solo. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you I caught that, it. too, but yeah, it no, looks I like that. I got those vibes for sure. And then the next thing here cool. that I really wanted to point out was the Twi'lek in the throne room. And then suddenly you flash to Boba and Fennec scrolling up to look down. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid some death is going on here. <laughs> the Rancor pit is back, baby. I'm yeah. telling you, they've got something else down there. I hope it's an accolade. That's the weird thing that's tried to stab Obi-Wan in mm -hmm. episode two. But I, I am floored by that. That is by far the biggest takeaway for me yeah. in this trailer. Sorry, I had to say it. I'm just excited about it. No, I am too. <laughs> it's so cool I'm to me. It's so very cool. excited about that. And I believe that was the last shot. Yeah, it was. And then we flashed to the book of Good Boba shot Fett. Good shot to end on, man. Great trailer. I mean, incredible trailer. And it wasn't even technically a trailer. And I'm looking at it right now on YouTube. It's still currently number 31 on trending. And I know that's pretty deep. That's, it's not like top 10 or anything. That's cool. But still, though. I mean, yeah. it came out, what, a couple of days ago or something like that? It awesome. came out yesterday, I think. Oh, was it yesterday? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you're just in a boba uh, festivities fever. You just don't know yeah. what's going on. You're just kind of like, I'm here. It's awesome. 
let's move on you know yeah. like i gotta watch all of it no. over and well, over I'm yeah that's you. the truth that's the truth well listen those of you that are in the chat those of you that are listening on the podcast wherever you're getting us let us know what you think of this recent one minute uh i guess tv spot trailer is what i like to call it because it's got a lot of new footage and the music is still by far one of the biggest takeaways from this thing let us know what you thought in the chat in the comments or in discord and you can click the link in the description on whatever platform you're on to get to our discord uh community okay let's now then transition into discussing the mandalorian and how we can connect some things from the mandalorian that could potentially pull into the book of boba fett now dj was not here last week for the chapter 14 breakdown so i wanted to give him the floor real quickly allow him to maybe discuss chapter 14 maybe something that i missed something that he disagrees with we'll try to hit that quicker because we are going to get into chapter 15 that's our main revisit for the mandalorian this week but dj what do you want to say about chapter 14 before we move forward I'll be very brief because I want to get into chapter 15. I think like everybody else does. Um, you mentioned last week, the possibility of the empire being in book of Boba. I think yeah. that we will see very small hints of it, but I think we'll see more rebellion. I should say new Republic um, material. Um, we already had the coins that got dropped out of that helmet in that one trailer. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it was the first trailer or not. I can't remember, but they had the rebellion symbol on there. So, yeah. which was then adopted as the new Republic symbol. So, um, I think we'll get a little bit of that. And then, of course, you mentioned the, what was the tragedy. Obviously, the tragedy was Grogu being abducted. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> but the tragedy of the Razor Crest is in there. And not to mention the tragedy of all those deaths of those stormtroopers by Boba. That mm. just adds to the legend of Boba and makes him look awesome. So, yeah, um, there's a lot of tragedy happening there, as you said last <laughs> week. And then finally, uh, I had three things I just wanted to mention, but here's the last one. You mentioned also, Caleb, the online argument about whether or not the Fets are Mandalorians or not. Uh -huh. um, I, I'll say that they are Mandalorians, but by association of the armor only. Okay. Um, now, here's a little, little bit of like kind of a dig on that one just to kind of help you where I'm at. So I did do some digging on um, and just trying to find out what Boba's chain code code said at the end mm -hmm. of chapter 14 when he holds it up on his gauntlet and it you know comes up. It says, Foundling took into the year the Concord Dawn mentor, Jast, Father Fett, Boba Fett. Correct. So yeah. really we get there is Jango Fett was a foundling, which Din Djarin kind of tells the audience. Yeah. And, but also Concord Dawn is mentioned. And that is a, system within the mandalorian uh or mandalore system i should say so mm -hmm. you also said caleb that you mentioned the possibility of getting a solid family history on boba in the series mm -hmm. i think there's a good 40 percent. i mean I'm, i had to think about it. i know it sounds like a weird number but i think there's a 40 percent chance we'll get a lineage breakdown that goes into Django's family history as far as how he gets connected to yeah. uh, the mandalorians where that comes into play and I just think it's something that would be really good, worthwhile to look into. Um, so, you know, those are just kind of my thoughts on Chapter 14. I don't necessarily disagree with anything you said on on the breakdown. You know, there okay. was nothing really to disagree with. It's kind of that's part of breaking it down. You know, you get to just kind of check it out for yourself. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, those are what I wanted to add to to that discussion. Uh huh. 
All right. Well, so fair. Just, I mean, I'm ready to move into uh, chapter 15 if that's all the same to you. Yeah. Let's get into chapter 15 and I'll pass it to DJ to kind of lead us along on this discussion with these questions sure. that he has mapped out, planned out for us to discuss. So, DJ, go ahead and take it away with chapter 15. The believer. <laughs> I'm a believer. Yeah, I, w- I was having a good time rewatching this this morning. I, I was really enjoying this and I'm trying to again, we're. We- while we're doing our Boba festivities and breaking down Mando, we're trying to find the Boba Fett connections. That's what we're trying to do. So we're not reviewing the episode as itself. We're just looking at the Boba stuff. Okay. The Boba festivities, if you will. So how did Caleb, this is for both you and me. I'll let you go first. How did you feel about seeing Boba's armor repainted and looking fresh for the first time in this episode? For the very first time, it was weird. I have to say, because one week it it was all beat up looking the way that I kind of expected it to. And then the next thing you know, it's all painted up. And I mean, maybe, maybe we see him painting it in the book of Boba Fett. I don't know. (laughs) We are getting flashbacks. I don't need to see that, though. But uh, now it's perfectly okay. I I love the new paint job now. It was just weird the first time I saw it. (laughs) It was very weird to me, too. I was expecting more of a of a pattern there you know kind of chipped away you know it had been worn in so i wasn't upset about seeing it it did take me aback the first time i saw it but you know what that's sometimes star wars does that it makes you think twice so yeah uh still really cool paint job love that we get that in book of boba fett okay so when slave one takes off from the junkyard because if you'll remember Mm -hmm. in chapter 15 they pick up mayfield and then they finnick caradune mando they all kind of fly off now when they're inside slave one all right what like my reaction to seeing that cockpit not even cockpit like the cargo hold i don't know everything rotate but just that stay level was just really cool to me and i know that in the disney gallery special they break that down quite a bit Mm -hmm. but to me i just thought that was the coolest thing to watch that happen because i have a slave one toy from when i was a kid it's at my parents house but i always wondered now how does he like you know what what, how does he lift up and stuff so i was glad to get that answer in this caleb what about you on that one oh gosh it was so cool i mean i think thinking back on when i first saw this episode after it had finally wrapped and the credits had rolled i believe first of all i went back to see the seismic charge i went back to watch that over and over and over again but then after that, secondly, I went back over and over and over again to see this shot of everything rotating and them just naturally being still yeah. and everything behind them just spinning. It was so cool. And I certainly hope to see more interior slave one in the book of Boba Fett because it was yes. there's really isn't another word other than cool. It was just amazing. It was well, great. It's, to see. it's like it's like the villain, you know, Millennium Falcon. It's the yes. antithesis to the Millennium yes. Falcon. So we've gotten a lot of Falcon. Let's get a lot more of Slave One or whatever they end up renaming yeah. eventually. So uh, a lot of good stuff there for sure. And I'm with you. You know, I had to go Uh-oh. back and rewatch that seismic charge. Oh, no, what's wrong? No, I just got the notification from Star Wars Twitter themselves that this new High Republic game trailer is dropped and we're just have not having to watch it right now. It's breaking my heart. <laughs> we're going to speed through the rest of this. Okay? <laughs> I was just going to say rewatching the seismic charge is what a good prequel boy does. OK, yes. And that's yes. what we do. Okay. <laughs> so let's move on so we can get to this daggum trailer because I'm <laughs> dying over here. I'm not going to lie to you. And you heard it here for, first, guys. It's a daggum trailer. It is a daggum. 
<laughs> it's about to be a that's d-a-d-g-u-m dad gum <laughs> all right dad gum trailer here we go going back to chapter 15 now something small i thought was interesting and caleb you can say something to this if you like it's not a big deal din Djarin refers to boba as his last name like a coach on the on a field hey fet <laughs> just he calls him Fett twice. Yeah. He goes, Fett, what do you think? Fett, what do you think? It's just so random to me. But I was like, okay, it shows a little bit about this decent working relationship they have here. Yeah. Kind of going back to that buddy cop stuff that you guys were talking about on Twitter. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a cool, kind of worth mentioning kind of deal. All right. Now, Boba has a line when they're discussing who's going to infiltrate the Imperial base. Mando looks at Boba. He actually, they kind of all discussed. And Mando looks at him as if to say, can you do it? Can you go into the terminal? And Boba just kind of says, let's just say they might recognize my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that is, it, it's so funny to think, yeah, yep, they're going to know who you are. Like, <laughs> it's not going to be that hard to figure out. So it's a clear nod to Boba being an unaltered clone of Django. Um, now, here's the question I have for you, Caleb. Does this hurt or help the argument that Boba Fett is a true Mandalorian? That one little bit, you know, it's and maybe I'm digging too deep there, but I, I I think there's something worth you know mentioning there. Well, and I think that in its core is why there's still some people that that don't believe Fets are Mandalorian or Boba at least is Mandalorian in any way. I guess for me, because of the unaltered nature of it and Django is a foundling so by you know association that for me that's enough for Boba to be Mandalorian as well for me it 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 doesn't really help or hurt I guess Uh, I think it's just really cool and really funny and and great to to see that and it's a cool connection for for people like us (laughs) well yeah it's a cool connection for a lot of people because if you just don't know anything about Star Wars you're like why would they recognize my, his face? And you yeah. <laughs> then go back and watch the movies. You're kind of, oh yeah, he's, he's this guy. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think it does kind of help the argument. It, it kind of does a little bit of both, you know, it hurts in yeah. the sense that like yeah. you just flat out said you're a clone. And then like the next episode, he's fighting, you know, someone over whether or not he's actually a Mandalorian. So right. it's just kind of weird <laughs> deal there, but it also helps because, I don't care. I don't have a reason why it helps. It just does. All right. I just <laughs> think it's, I just think it's cool. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Now, after Mando and Mayfield steal the shipment truck, I don't know what else to call it, and get their disguises on, we cut to Finnick. Now, this is connection to Book of Boba. Uh, Finnick looking through her scope to check on the status of the mission. She sends a message up to Boba saying, phase one complete. We're in. And then Boba says, copy, standing by. Does this give us a peek into their working relationship between the two of them? Hundred percent. They they get each other. Short little nods, short little words, whatever. They get it. They get the job done. Move on to the next uh, mission. Move on to the next person to mark down. Maybe. <laughs> yep. Could could not agree with you more on that one. Uh, I love watching them interact. It's just a ton of fun. Yeah. And we get to see that a whole lot more here pretty soon. So that's even better. Yep. All right. This isn't necessarily Boba related, but can we please acknowledge how much this truck chase is basically Indiana Jones trying to get the Ark of the Covenant back? Oh, it, it's definitely Indiana Jones uh, I mean, it, inspired. It's fantastic <laughs> stuff, all right? It has nothing to do with Boba Fett. I just had to throw it in there because I love Indiana Jones. Our Geekverse people will know yes, we that do. we love Indiana Jones. So Yes, we do. Um, all right, now seeing Finnick standing by ready to just snipe stormtroopers is just really cool. You know, so do we expect to see close quarter combat or a lot of distance sniping from Fennec? You know, do you think one or the other more, more of one than the other? Mm, 
if I had to say more of one, it would be close quarter because but just yeah. based off of the trailer shots that we've seen so far. But I certainly believe we will see plenty of both. Uh, Finnick is definitely quite possibly one of the best sharp shooters that we've seen in film television up to this date. Maybe I'm just struggling to think of others. At least but she's in, pretty good at least in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. No, at least in Star Wars. she's. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know about film. There's a lot go on and on, yeah. on about I meant, film cybers, I meant Star but... Wars film. My bad. <laughs> yeah. I got I got you. Oh, I see now. Well, <laughs> quick plug for sniper movies. If you've never seen the movie Sergeant York starring Gary Cooper, fantastic movie. Um, go check it out. I won't go into it. It's just a great sniper movie. Okay. Yeah. Now, going into this next thing uh, with Boba. Boba flies Slave One like a freaking combat helicopter. All right. He's he's insanely uh, incredible pilot. We've never seen Boba be a pilot. This episode we get, and then the next one, we get to see him pilot like we've never seen him before. So he rescues Mayfield and Mando from that refinery. Do we expect to see some fancy flying in the book of (laughs) Boba Fett? I certainly hope so. And and that is one thing that I I believe I mentioned last week was how much slave one are we really going to get? Because I know so far we haven't really seen anything except that one little flyover. I don't know. I hope to see a lot because this what rewatching this chapter makes me want to see more because it's just so yes. cool. And especially with this next thing that we're going to talk about as far as the slave one goes. I'm going to say yeah. yes. We're going to see at least there's going to be at least one episode where we're heavily focused on Boba's piloting skills, I think current okay. prediction I, you know i love that i think we it'd be great if we saw some more piloting skills from him i think we're going to see a lot of slave one yeah um, okay and i think throughout the series not just one episode but okay. one episode one episode to focus in on how his flying ability mm-hmm. you know even go back to clone wars he's he's a dead-on shot as a kid so like yeah. you know he's gonna it stuff's gonna just get better as he gets older yeah. um all right now la- kind of the one, one of the last things we have here on this all right what do you think the over-under number is on the number of times Boba drops a seismic charge in the book of Boba Fett? How many seismic charges, like, do you, not that you hope to see, because uh-huh. I hope to see one every episode, Yeah. but, it, you know, and I, I don't think you can get enough of the seismic charge, but oh, no. what, what's that number for you? What, what do you think, like, the top bottom number is, you know? Well, we think seven, seven episodes, correct? We've had that mm-hmm. confirmed at this moment. Yeah. Over under number. So that this is a traditional over under. I only know this listening to sports radio. Over under number, you usually hear a 0.5 because that way that'll force people to either pick okay. over or under. I'm going to go 3.5. That's my over Ooh, under wait. number. And I'm going to go under. What was, what was your number again? 3.5. And I'm going to go 3. under. 3.5. I'm going to say. I'm going to just go ahead and make a prediction. All right. Okay. I like okay. your over under number of 3.5. I'm going to stick <laughs> with it. All right. You said you're going under. I am. I'm going over and okay. it's going to be exactly four. Okay. Nice. Exactly nice. four seismic charge <laughs> drops. All right. So whenever the series is over at the end of January or whatever, yeah. we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about or actually be into <laughs> February, I guess by then. So anyway, we well, will. That's what I'm thinking. Four, four total. Man, we're going to get this thing into February. I know. It's pretty love, great. I love that. I love that. Pretty great. Um, all right. Last thing. 
And this is just kind of a speculation thing. Yeah. Do we expect to see Mayfield in the book of Boba Fett? I don't. I don't expect to see him. I do. Oh gosh, man. Okay. I do. I will. They let him go. They, he just walks off. Oh, he's coming back in something. I just, I guess I just don't expect it this quick. Cause I mean, at at what point is it too much? Because we got him in season one, got him in season two. I mean, are we just going to keep getting them every single time they put something new out? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean i, I love, love me some bill burr give it to me i'm yeah, here no i love i love his character mayfield's awesome i think he could very easily just like boba's like last time i saw him he was on this planet i can track yeah. him down because i'm a bounty hunter i'll find him <laughs> hey you you remember me yeah get in the ship we're gonna go kill some folks you know it's gonna be something it's gonna be something ridiculous or maybe not kill yeah. anybody but like i need your help like what do you need my help for you blew up a refinery with my piss or like my freaking sniper rifle get in the get in the car <laughs> let's go like it's i think we'll see him so i, I think it'd okay. be cool to see him i mean it's I, i'm pure not speculation against yeah it's just pure speculation that's so, what anyway, we do i here. wanted to throw that in there yeah all right. Well, okay. listen, I mean, that was all the questions for chapter 15, man. I feel like we we hit that short to the point. Got it. Got our opinions out there, though. And I feel yeah. ready. I mean, I feel ready from chapter 15 to to hop straight into the book of Boba Fett. If I'm being honest, Let, let's go ahead and release it next Wednesday. Why not? Why not move it up a day a week early? I mean, they did it with freaking what was it? Endgame or Infinity War? Something let's like move it that. Up a week. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I would, who, Hawkeye gosh. who? I don't care. Yeah. Hey, by the way, okay, side note, I'm loving me some Hawkeye right now. Oh, Hawkeye's Hawkeye's incredible. I'm pleasantly surprised with that with that series. But anyway, this week's episode, this week's episode was stellar. It was stellar. It was good. It was good. good. All right. Anyway, anyway, guys. We appreciate everyone out there listening to us, having some fun. Uh listen, we got to get to this eclipse trailer apparently because everyone yes. is mentioning it star wars is tweeting it i saw zach horvath just tweeted it toward me um we oh, got man. people in the chat saying check it out so here's what we're gonna do because i don't want our podcast listeners to feel like that that they're getting left out i am going to strictly we're not we're not going to do it during this live stream what me and dj are going to do is we're going to record it off screen off air like we normally do that way just in general if you want to go and see mine and dj's reaction to this star wars eclipse trailer just go to youtube it'll just be a youtube thing for anyone to just watch a video and have fun with it's not exclusive to our live stream audience not exclusive to our podcast audience it's just there for anyone that wants to go and see it that's how we'll handle it uh so thank you so much to everybody checking out this edition of boba festivities number three number four will be next week and i can't wait to do it we will be discussing the finale of the mandalorian and who knows what else that's currently the only thing but maybe we'll get another tv spot maybe we'll actually get a final full trailer i mean i don't need to see it but i could see them doing that for a marketing standpoint i don't know dj do you have an opinion on that i don't have like a necessary opinion on it no i don't really have a necessary thing on there i just think it's going to be really you know, if they release anything else, that'd be great. Just one more teaser is fine with me. I didn't even need this last one. I'm just yeah. kind of like, stop, you know, <laughs> pump the brakes. So I'm perfectly sure. content with just discussing chapter fi- uh, yeah, 15, no, 16, and yeah. calling it a day. If we have nothing right. else to discuss, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, that is this week's edition of Boba Festivities, and we are so thankful for you checking it out. DJ, I'll let you say goodbye to our audience before we wrap it up. 
thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing all the things we gained a subscriber during the stream tonight so thank shout you, out sir, to whoever that is sir ma'am whatever we appreciate whoever it. you are thank you so much for that just share uh our our show with others regardless of my jam transmissions and my cruddy wi-fi all right, yeah. gonna get that worked out soon, <laughs> hopefully. Fingers crossed. Anyway, yeah. you guys can follow me on Twitter at Rebel Scum Texan and join the Mando Talk Discord. Yeah, absolutely. And and final shout out here, MJ in the chat with a great line. Fans will be feasting good next week with No Way Home, Hawkeye episode five, and Witcher season two. You know that that's gum. that yeah. is facts. And then tell you what to bookend that. The Book of Boba Fett will be coming soon, and we can't wait to cover it. We can't wait to cover it with you guys and hear what you guys have to say about it. But let's get out of here, and I'll tell you what, again, stand by YouTube. Go check it out if you want to hear our and see our Star Wars Eclipse trailer reaction. All right, let's get out of here. Until next time, as always, we have spoken.